Christ is baptized. Christos is Christian here. In today's gospel, tomorrow we will have the narrative of the Lord speaking, of God the Father speaking and confessing that Jesus Christ is his son. And this week we've been repeating this text to teach us of the authority of Jesus Christ. But this evening in the gospel, we look at the figure of John the Baptist. In the gospel, he is moved by the Holy Spirit to preach. Just recently, a gentleman came here. He was very upset. He had lost his mother in Lebanon. And uh, he came in and he said, can I pray in the, in the temple, in the church? I says, of course you can. He says, you know, it's more like the church I'm used to at home. I said, well, certainly go pray. He said, I must pray for my mother because I lost her. And he's immigrated here and he's a teacher, I think, in Milton Freewater. Right now he's out of school because the schools aren't running and he's a substitute teacher. And he talked to me about his mother in the Holy Land. Sometimes we think of the Holy Land just as Jerusalem and its environs, but actually all that area, Lebanon and Syria and all that place, the apostles taught in those areas. And he talked about his college years that he went to school in Lebanon and that on his vacations he'd go out into the mountains of uh, behind uh, uh, the, you know, the Holy Land and there, and they came across villages. And in these villages, they found Christians who are right now under very hard persecution by the Muslims. And some of these villages, he visited and he talked with them. They were actually villages that the people had been converted by John the Baptist actually on that soil. Actually, though descendants of those people he converted. And we never really think so graphically about the preaching of John. And it was sort of, you know, after going through a seminary and everything and being educated in America, they never talked about those things. I think I told you the story, too, of some happy evangelists who went to uh, to Damascus, and they were outside the wall where Paul came down in the basket, and they were trying to teach these people about Christianity. And then we said, well, we are Christians, you know. And we said, who made you Christians? They said, St. Paul. Well, they were shocked to think that St. Paul had been there and actually converted these people, and they were his descendants. We concentrate highly on Jesus Christ in the gospel, and justly so, and his saving acts, his mysterious saving acts, the mysterion of Christ. And uh, they are our main preoccupation in our liturgy, too. But we have to remember, John went before him, preaching the way. 
And the way was an ancient thing. If a king or some potentate was going to come into a town or a city, they'd go out and clean up all around where he was going to walk and put down rugs and things like that. So that was called the royal highway when he came into the town. And John was doing that. He was preparing the way of the Lord. How beautiful. And he told them the great secret, the great mysterion, that he was baptizing with water for repentance. But one would come among you who baptized with fire and the Holy Spirit. Those people probably knew very little about the Holy Spirit at that point. But fire, fire is the interior life of God, the very interior of God. And he uh, has two types of life in him. His creative energies, which made the world, and his deifying energies, those energies that make us part of Christ through baptism, so that what Christ is by nature, we become by grace, fire. And so John preaches this. This could have mystified the people, but he was so highly regarded and such a mystic himself that they probably welcomed it freely until, of course, he was taken from them. This John, this holy John, cousin of the Lord, lover of Jesus Christ, said that his sandals could not be loosed, Christ's sandals could not be loosed by his hands because he was unworthy. He knew who he was. He knew he was the very Son of God. And in each and every sacrament, Christ touches us and communicates to us the fire of divinity, the sanctifying grace to make us holy his, to make us have hope. We live right now in a strange place in the history of the United States. I've been reading a book about uh, Russia. Uh, it's, it's written by some liberal people, but uh, uh, I, I don't know too much about what they're saying, but I'm enjoying the book. And in that book, they discuss democracy. And of course, we are a federated democracy or something like that. Something that came to us after the Civil War. And uh, they said to us, so these people, these Americans, they're always trying to make democracies in other parts of the world. Well, we've gone through now half of our life trying to make democracies with no success because maybe our version or what's supposed to be democracy is not really working too well for us right now. And the, other, the world watches us. So uh, in Russia, we're talking about these people and after the well, uh, communism fell, they tried uh, democracy for a couple of months, but it didn't work. That's not a very long time to try democracy anyway. And uh, they said, well, what about Putin? I don't know too much about Putin myself. But they said, we would like a strong man, a strong man that keeps peace and makes sure we have a job. 
We don't need the upheavals of democracies. Interesting. And the same thing was told them, told them in the eastern Ukraine, which is pretty much uh, controlled by uh, uh, the Russian Federation. We think about those things, and we think about our Lord, we think about our baptism. What is our hope in life? Politicians certainly don't know how to do it. We try to trust them. But the gospel of what John proclaimed will do it. So these days, uh, I always think to myself, well, we have hope because we have Jesus Christ. And he's not temporary. He's the strong man in our life. And he loves us. A quality in life which you cannot buy, either with money or power or politics. But we have assurance on the baptism preaching that Christ is the one. And he tells us that he is not worthy to touch him. He tells us that he will give us fire. And he tells us this fire is the life of God within us. So tonight, this evening, we bless the holy water. This is not baptismal water. This is Jordan water. So the Jordan was uh, sanctified when Christ was put into the water by John. And... Uh, his father came and said, this is my beloved son, hear him. A true theophany, where God breaks into our time and he reveals who he is and who his son is. So little flock, be not disturbed. You are baptized. And in your heart there is a chamber where the holy altar of God dwells in his life-giving energies. This is a particularly Eastern understanding of grace. That we say amongst ourselves, Znami Bok, God is with us. And so what should we fear? And if you lay down and die, God is with us. What should we fear? And if we become terribly sick, God is with us. What shall we fear? Not only that, but he feeds us on his body and his blood. So baptism introduces the life of God into our inmost being. I call it the heart of man. And when you're chrismated, your personal Pentecost, which we'll celebrate in due time this year, that God comes to you and gives you the royal gifts of faith, hope, and charity. And with those gifts, you are prepared to worship the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in union with them. You're a priestly person. And finally, we come after chrismation to the Eucharist. Our tragedy of us in the West is that we accept people to be Christian who do not have the sacraments of initiation. 
and do not eat the body and blood of the Lord in a holy meal. And you know, like when I start the liturgy, not tonight because we started with Vespers, I say, blessed is the kingdom of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we pray, especially in the rosary, the joyful mysteries, that God announced to us the kingdom is within us. And that is the kingdom that John talked about. So do not be afraid, little flock. Rejoice that you are truly baptized in Christ. And when Jesus went down into the water, he made all water sacred. And take the water home, sprinkle your homes, bless yourself with it in the Jordan water, and share in his, that theophany, the manifestation of God to the whole world in Jesus Christ our Lord. We are the most blessed of people because we are Christian, and holy is our name. We are the children of God and the brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. And that life which abounds in him abounds in us because he's given us theophany, a manifestation, a divine life that dwells within our hearts. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.